Welcome to the Making Laps Podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Making Laps Podcast. I am your host, Brent Gleason. Alongside me is my co-host and brother, Jesse Gleason. Good evening. And with us on the line, as usual, is our Florida connection, Phil Jakes. What the hell do we have this week? That's German. Wow, this is cringe. Is it German? That is German, yeah, I can tell. I don't know. I don't It's way better if Rammstein sang it. I don't understand Nazi. We already had Where's this. Where's Meg? We literally... <laughs> Uh, the producer oh knows boy. German, by the way, so just kind of keep that under your hat. Uh, <laughs> she's kicked me off the show already. Good and night, Jesse's, everyone. Good night, everyone. Jesse's now off the Fire. show. All right. <laughs> we now we had this discussion earlier. Phil mentioned Ramstein, and I'm like, or Ramstein, or whatever you want to call him. And I said, yeah, they were fun for five seconds about 20 years ago. Hey, they actually just put out a new song. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, I never can... liked them until this song. I like America, and uh, they can keep it. It's like it's it's just it's like we are living in America. Coca Cola, Puppenstuhl. Oh yeah, <laughs> their live show is really fun. If you want to, never mind. We'll keep this PG. No, I don't do Scheiser porn. I'm not out of there. No, we don't do that stuff. So anyway, we usually start the episode off with personal updates, and as we have, I don't know if Phil has any. He's probably the only. Logical I mean, I was at any. the track this weekend, but... Oh, you weren't racing, you are just there. No, I was helping John Lozniak. Ah, better known as... Jay. Yeah. See Which that? he doesn't like to go by. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> He's trying to run from his ex-identity, apparently. I don't trust nobody that don't know how to call themselves halfway through life. <laughs> Poor Jay, John. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guy. Jay, John, John guy, Jacob Jingleheimer. I didn't do nothing. He's already catching shrapnel. Uh, that's us. That's us to a T. Uh, we'll see if he listens. Nah, probably I'll not. I'll get a text tomorrow or what something. What the fuck, guy? Oh, there's one for you, Sid. <laughs> nice and early for you. <laughs> By the way, Jeez. we are back on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sid's View, so hi again. Yeah, I'm sorry you have to look at us, but Jesse's shirt is pretty fantastic if you, if I don't uh, say so yes. myself. Because I went down to the North, uh, uh, what the hell is it called, NASCAR Hall of Fame in North Carolina, and I picked up a T-shirt. Picked up, I picked up one for myself because that was literally the only Stefanik T-shirt they had there. Like, all right, I'll, I guess I'll have to get two. Oh, well. But it was cool. It's a nice shirt. It's got a front and back. Too graphic. Uh, anyway. That's a lot of turning. I'm not into it. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, anyway, again, personal updates. I actually did do a little bit of work on my car. I don't think anybody cares, but uh, this might be a lesson for other people. Uh, I was, cautionary tale. Yeah, it's a cautionary tale, yeah. I, if you're going to own a race car and you're going to be competitive, and I, I like to think that I'm at least a little competitive... Uh, you got to do a hell of a lot of work in the garage if you're going to be any anywhere near successful. So I took a – we have like a month and a half off. I mean, we don't go back until like June 15th at Thompson. Uh, Waterford's opening this weekend. Seekonk just opened. Uh, let's see, Stafford opened up, but they didn't race this weekend. They will be this upcoming weekend. but This Friday, yeah. Yeah, they had a week off from their opener, yep. the Sizzler. Yep. Yeah, Sid's so, view going to be at Waterford more and later. A couple of guys were thankful for that. 
week off, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, I don't know what the hell happened, but they were hell-bent on destroying equipment for some reason. I don't understand Worst why. Worst case of yellow fever I've seen at that track in a while. I mean, I'm looking at, like, all sorts of tracks around us and watching their opening races, like on Flow and Speed 51 or Racing America and all this stuff. They are wrecking cars early in this season. It's like, dude, you, this is a lot. Of, there's a lot left. There's like... 18 to 20 weeks for a lot of people. It's, you can't be clipping cars the first race of the year. You're killing us. There's no chill. I mean, you can, but you ain't going to make it far. No chill whatsoever. I mean, some people can afford it, but I sure as hell can't. Uh, nope. I wouldn't. Man, that's just, you know, uh, we don't have to tell them how to do it. I mean, just, who knows? We are all capable of dumb mistakes, and they probably just rusty or something. Anyway, I was talking about personal updates with my own car. I got under it and started measuring stuff and making sure that the thing is not all bound up. And I found it all bound up, and it's probably not the complete cause of my problems, but I'm starting to weed stuff out, hopefully. I checked the rear end for straightness and noticed that it was out an eighth of an inch. And I'm like, oh, that could also help contribute to it, so that's good to know. So that's kind of that kind of irritated me because I know I have to now take the rear end out of the car, and I had to do that, and... I had to go. I literally had to go buy a chain to go redneck straighten this thing out. I got it straight, and hopefully that'll <laughs> that'll help a little bit. Uh, I did not film a YouTube ch- uh, video for it, but I don't know. I took a little break from that because I got shit going on. So I have crippling depression because <laughs> that Race wasn't cars will cause that. Yeah, I found more problems. Uh, I I looked and uh, as I was taking the rear end out, it knocked the. Uh, end cap off of my U-joint off the drive shaft and I'm like ah, I didn't tape that up so I forgot and it fell on the floor which sucks but it wasn't the main problem because I looked at the bearing race on the U-joint and it was all chewed up so I'm like well I guess we found a bad U-joint before it went completely bad and broke so I got two more of those coming great that had let's see seven races on it <laughs> uh. that's good to know I'm like, oh, good. How's the front one? Uh, knock, knock on wood. The one, uh, the one that I wasted, uh, wasted uh, that was on my wasted drive shaft. We reused it. It's still doing pretty good. So <laughs> that's brave. That's it was very still brave. connected to the rear end. I mean, still though, <laughs> could be worse. Could be like Ray. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Do we have an award for worst luck? I think we should add that one in, because if we had one, uh, I think Ray Christian would already be a nominee for it. Oh, harsh, because Ray listens. I would put myself on that list, but I can blame myself for some of my downfalls, too. So Yeah, but the problem is is Ray hasn't raced yet, and he's already broken twice and had (laughs) a grand total of two laps in two weeks. He would ran one lap, broke, ran one lap, broke in two consecutive weeks of practice. What did you break week one? Clutch, I think, failed. Ah. Yeah. Because I remember he was behind me at McDonald's, and he was, like, texting me. He's like, yeah, I got the clutch. I'm going to fix it and all this and that. And I'm like, well, I hope it works out for him. And then uh, I see that he posts a picture on his Facebook or whatever it is, and uh, it was just – I think the entire transmission, uh, somebody filled it with not oil but a grenade – like, it just went off. And this thing, I'd never seen this kind of destruction with a transmission before. It was epic. Like, it took the whole front face off of it. Like, it 
it what's that bisected but it did it no nah, it's not that would be down the middle right if you so, whatever, so it they, just broke broke the case completely in half it basically took the case all the way around the ears like took the whole front like if you could cut the front off of it with oh, yeah. the whole snout and all the ears and stuff it sheared yeah. right there and emptied everything else out on the ground so you looked <laughs> at the Patrick did that a couple years ago. <laughs> you it's look really at, entertaining when you see it. You look at the bell housing and you see the input shaft and third gear sitting there and all the ears and the front face of the transmission. But everything else is gone. <laughs> like, holy cow. Never done that before. I've broken an ear or two, but that's nothing. Oh, good grief. When yeah. Patrick broke the car at New Smyrna a couple years ago at Speed Weeks, the four ears were still bolted to the uh, bell housing, but Jesus everything else was Christ. just gone. <laughs> Transmission just fell apart. Good grief. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when the drive shaft comes loose. Yeah, I don't want that to happen. Um, no. Yeah, his drive shaft was a pretzel, so I'm like, great. I wonder if he's actually going to make the first race. Mm. God That's almighty. a lot of work to fix that. All that interior tin's probably beat up. Probably needs a couple new drive shaft hoops. I mean, what the way those cars are, maybe not. I don't know, but um, I mean, I can I can see people not racing smart because it's the first race of the year and you're rusty and you junk shit. But if you can't even make it to practice without shit grenading on you, that's just ridiculous. So you're an yeah, early that's, nominee that's for shit luck. Yeah, for shit luck of the year. I'm gonna write that in later. Uh, anyway, I, was, I should might as well finish up Watch my. Uh, yeah, Sid's gonna have a field day getting this one done. Anyway, I was gonna finish up my personal updates there because uh, I've got the car in the air, the rear end straight, waiting on U joints, some waiting on parts. Um, just gonna try some new stuff, a little out of the box for next race. I got a couple things I gotta fix, but other than that, it's really kind of put it in the straight rear end is a nice thing to try out of the box. Yeah, I mean, I I don't. Here's the thing: is I built that rear end, like as in I actually cut it up from a rear end that was too wide and cross sectioned it and welded it all back together. So being an eighth out, it could be from hitting the wall. It could be from when I welded it up. Who knows? But it wasn't helping. Let's put it that way. No. So, yeah. There's my updates. Everything's pretty good. Uh, Just let me weld it. No, I'm good. <laughs> For the record, when Jesse welds, it's um, it'll stick. It'll stick to it. But if you take a hammer, it won't stick to it long. So goodbye. <laughs> I only know that because now forget it. We're good. I've seen him do good work, and I've seen him do some pretty awful stuff. So uh, sometimes <laughs> it's kind of hit or miss on my own stuff. It's not an art project. Nope. I mean, we all got to break out the grinder once in a while. Yeah, y- you, yeah I guess. <laughs> We're not professionals at this, that's for sure. I am definitely not. Hey, I've got a Harbor Freight welder, and it, it welds, but it doesn't look nice. So yeah, it sticks two pieces of metal together really, really well. I can make it look decent, but it's not that great of a machine, let's be fair. Yeah, I have the same one. I know exactly what you deal with. If somebody wants to sponsor me a nice machine, that would be great. But I've been making do, just like everybody else. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I got going on. Again, we go back at Thompson, I believe, June 15th. I'd have to look that up, but off the top of my head, I think that's correct. Uh, Phil, what about you? I know you broke a lot of very vital equipment the last time you raced. Did you find any more stuff? Uh, No, just the top link bracket's broken, so we're going to 
uh, redo that, get that squared away, uh, change a couple more things with what we were doing, uh, and try again on June 25th. Going to skip the next wheelman race because I'd rather just go out with a smaller field and not have to have the pressure of trying to qualify for a wheelman race on top of making sure the car is 100% right now. So yeah. back it down and go run one of those shows, and then we'll go back run with the wheelman boys. This is, uh, what's that local track to you running it weekly still, Citrus? Uh, yeah, Citrus County Speedway. They run, they've got five regular sportsman shows that are 1,100 to win, uh, 200 to start, and then uh, the four wheelman shows. Oh, I didn't know if they were going to have them as like a weekly division or something, but yeah. No, they're trying to trying to build on it. We got 16 cars there, which was, I think, more than they were expecting for a regular show. Uh, so hopefully, if we can keep that momentum going, I'd like to see 10 to 12 regular shows plus wheelman shows next year. All right. Jesse, I don't think you have any specific updates. Nope, that's a no. All right, so no, no, I think no, I'm no, no, no. actually... I think I'm just going to do this early in the show because I would really like to get that out of the way. I think I'm going to have Jesse cue the music because this is definitely going to be special because I, again, to make up for my past uh, transgressions, indiscretions, what's the word I'm looking for here? The times I forgot, I brought up two of this (laughs) this week's, oh my God, it's actually good. This week's Darf Comments of the Week. Is that an S in there? I had to put there? an S. With, with plural? Plural. I, I, I so we're going to have Darf Comments of I, the Week? Yeah, I snuck an S in there. Because oh we got two again this oh, week. Folks, I guess you're in for a treat this week. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, you are. Oh, boy. <laughs> no. Anyway, uh, we got two again. Uh, the first one this week stems from, and we can discuss this as we're going into this comment section, there was a bad wreck this weekend at Claremont uh, involving a driver by the name of Tyler Lescord. Uh, I believe it was it a late model or was it a late model sportsman race? Mm, I think it was a late model sportsman that he races. I'm not sure on the divisions up there, so I'm just kind of asking for clarification's yeah. sake. But uh, from what from all I could gather was it was just a vicious crash, and it resulted in him needing to be cut from his race car, which is never good. No. Um, he was initially listed in critical but stable condition, but uh, I've su- I guess his father announced that he had made significant improvements and is now expected to make a full recovery, which is all very good news. Yes. Um, it sucks watching guys go down, get hurt, get worse, but uh, to see somebody get hurt but be okay, it's like, all right, well, you know, it's, a, it's kind of a weight lifted off, so it's nice to hear someone's going to be all right. And... Uh, let me see here. It, it, it kind of just goes to show you, though, even on these smaller tracks, if you don't take safety seriously, which obviously he did, I've seen pictures, he's got a Hans and yeah, full face helmet and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, he was prepared. Stuff. But no matter what, it's what we do is still dangerous. You hit and, hard still. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it can happen. The amount of G forces at a short track is akin to something on like the Cup Series. You can hit just as hard. It's not oh, the we've... it's not the speed, it's the stopping. It's how fast we... you slow down, yeah. We've yeah. all been sitting in the stands or, or on pit road or in the pits or something and, and you hear that echo of yeah. a hit and everything goes silent. Well, I've I've been in a couple of those. Yeah, done God it. almighty. Yeah. You know? If you if you're a racer if you're a racer, there's probably been oh. at least one time that you've gotten out of the car and the audience cheered. 
Yeah. Yes. Twice. <laughs> Twice in back-to-back races. I'm so proud of that one. <laughs> Jesse's been in a few, I've let had me be like honest. Four, so. <laughs> I've had four career-ending hits, at least I could think Turn of. Turn one at Thompson when you oh, went in head-on with, with Ryan. I mean... Well, once with Ryan... Yeah, that was probably the biggest applause. I heard that applause from the pits. So I was like, oh, he must be out of the car. You hear Tapley (laughs) say throwing red in the car hasn't stopped. Yeah, he even stopped yet. That's not usually good. Yeah. Then you open your eyes and all hell breaks loose. But yeah, yeah, that, uh, I guess, uh, uh, what is his name, Tyler? Tyler Lescord, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Tyler was was pretty bad. People were saying... He's a big boy. He's like, yeah, he's a big guy. Big mountain man. Like 340 pounds of beef. Like, this guy's big. Um, yeah, so it, I guess safety crew did a real good job. People were on Facebook commenting on the fact that they, they're like, wow, I've, I haven't seen a wreck this bad in a long time. And, uh, you search for any videos on it out of curiosity and you can't find them. And I think somebody even edited a video so it wouldn't show it. Um, understandable. Yeah, I, I get it. But, um, now this comment came from an NHSTRA, which is the New Hampshire Short Track Racing Association. I think it's their Facebook page. Uh, it was it was the post about the incident. Now, I'm going to leave the person's name anonymous. Okay? I don't normally do that. But I'm doing it because they had good intentions in mind. Okay? This was kind of an inadvertent comment of the week. But I can't not point it out. They had good intentions, but it was not executed very well. I mean, here. Okay, I'll, I can't really describe it. I'll just say it. Why don't okay. we let the Why don't we let the court of public opinion uh, be the judge of that? So why don't you just go ahead and plow through it? Now I know Tyler was listed as like they said he was in rough shape because he got beat up pretty good, and he was in stable or critical but stable. But I don't think the message really reached everyone because this person again, I'm not saying their name because of positive intentions. They said prayers for his family and friends. Such a devastating, sad loss. May Jesus, the God of all comfort, surround with peace and holy comfort beyond all human understanding. Um, he's still alive. Yeah, I'm sorry for laughing, but you know he's not gone. Let's just, let's get through that first before. Yeah. I again, you know, he's not gone. And yeah, I mean, it's a nice sentiment and offering, uh, except for the fact that he is still alive. I probably want to make sure someone's still alive before offering death condolences. This is kind of one of those situations where you just kind of take your collar and go, uh, let the steam out a little bit because you don't know what to say. (laughs) Um, Lots of people were offering prayers and, and, you know, other stuff and all good intention stuff, but that doesn't mean he's dead, you know. Um, Again, good intentions, Executed poorly. Just a simple oversight or something, yeah. Yeah, that's just kind of like, don't don't console people on their loss if he's still there. That's a little bit awkward. You know what I mean? So this week's awkward comment of the week goes to that person. <laughs> All right, now we can get into the actual DARF comment of the week. The DARF DARF. Now, this one was brought to my attention by Phil because he involved me in the Twitter nonsense, like <laughs> usual. Phil has nothing better to do with his life than to engage with idiots on the internet because he doesn't I just want to see them dig their holes deeper. Be- Come on, don't you? Because he's single and likes other people's pain because it masks his own. Um <laughs> You know you've got a big mouth, you know. <laughs> uh 
Phil needs a girlfriend. Anyway, let's move on to... Uh, <laughs> Thanks. No, your left hand is not proper for this. Um, anyway. Right? Okay, no more fooling around. Oh, I guess it's whatever percentage you fall into. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> around, okay? I, I really think Make it's his the hobby. Make legs weak, okay? At, yeah, anyway, uh, this person, Twitter name, Steeler Nation, all one word, so you know he's a douche. And he doesn't yeah, even have a, right there. And he doesn't even have a picture. It's a Steelers logo, so he's a even bigger douche. Um, <laughs> his Twitter handle is at mnorman. 0500 or 0500. So 0500. So M N O R M A N 0500. I thought he even deleted his Twitter page because of how little he has on it, but apparently not because I can still he has access like it. 37 followers. He has one tweet and it's because he joined some <coughs> kind of money laundering scheme or some, you know, pyramid scheme or some shit, <laughs> some gambling yes. website. I don't even know. Anyway, um, he decided to take to Twitter to whine about the rain delay for the Dover Cup Series race, which we'll get into later. All right, I'll go into this because we were actually involved. I wasn't really involved. I was just being like, this You're guy's... a spectator. Yeah, I was a spectator, but commenting as a spectator. All right, here we go. He states, I would demand a full refund. NASCAR knew long before Sunday that it would be raining Sunday evening. Yet they refused to move up the start time. Way to go, NASCAR. Dropping the ball as usual. Nobody pays to see half a race. And then he ends it. By the way, it wasn't half a race. It was almost a quarter of the race. Um, he ends it with the two words I hate the most. Jess, so you know what those two words are? You're going to know when I say it. I'll know when you say it. Do better. Do better. <laughs> I'll read a book. Uh, that's three words. I hate but... that. <laughs> I hate do better. Oh, Shut shit. up. I, I'll slap better. a man. <laughs> I that's, swear to God. Yeah, that's that's one of those NPC retorts. Yeah, do better. No, you do better by... Nope, we're not going there this week. We're not going there this uh, week, He was just. flexing his internet muscles right there. He's like, yeah, I'm so strong and good. He's a Steelers fan. They're all that way. Um, good job, you bum. <laughs> that's, that's more Philly, I think, Jess, but we're, it's close enough. Um, yeah, close enough. They're twins of the same <laughs> half parents, I guess. Uh, anyway, Phil chimes in with, we got a live one, because he brings my attention to it, and I'm like, oh, here we go. This guy <laughs> decides to respond to us. <laughs> oh, boy. He says, live one? Nah, HHH. It's <laughs> called being smart. If you know it's going to rain on Saturday and you don't move the start time up on Sunday to get the race in, it's their fault. It's not that hard to understand, laughing emoji. I know that might be hard, or that might be too, it's the improper two, too complicated for you to, that's the proper two, to understand. And then there's another proper two there. When you think something is so obvious like that, you have to think to yourself, is this really an original thought? Am I, I can't be the only person out of like 12 billion that have thought about this. Yeah. Okay, so. Think if about it's so that. obvious, why didn't it happen? <laughs> yeah. There's reasons. So for those right. who are unfamiliar did with. It to steal your money. Yeah. For those of you who are unfamiliar with big league stock car racing like this idiot is. NASCAR's Cup Series and its scheduling is heavily dictated by something called a television contract. Now, this television contract thing that I speak of is where NASCAR 
makes billions of dollars. And if you think NASCAR is going to make the scheduling decisions with regards to TV coverage, you are sadly mistaken. Uh, because TV, television, has a specific... I had to dumb it down. Broadcast. Has, has a specific slot dedicated to showing this event that they paid for the rights to air. Correct? And that's when the... the and that is exactly when that event's going to go off. NASCAR probably knows the rain is coming. They're not stupid. Uh, but until the fans, like you, I would kind of waver to call them a fan, but anyway, uh, are, if fans like you are going to pay the bills, then they're going to work for who does. You know what I mean? Until the day comes with fans do that, they're going to work with television because what? They need their product in front of millions of faces, not just a couple hundred or a couple tens of thousands that show up at the track. And also, they already have contingencies and programming in place. If you think that Fox Sports 1 is going to preempt the 2022 FIFA World Cup magazine or or uh, Skip and Shannon Undisputed, yeah, you're sadly video, mistaken. A videotaped talk show that can go out at any time. They're not going to do that. <laughs> no. No. Well, and I mean, there's there's other stuff too that goes along with it. These drivers have schedules that they have to go through during the day. Sponsor NASCAR commitments, just, yeah, sponsor commitments, appearances, all that stuff. And NASCAR can't just say, "Oh, we're going to move the race ahead three hours." That's well, not going to happen. Maybe, maybe the fans can't get there. Like people don't think of this shit. Yeah, what are you going to do? Tell all the fans and have all of them figure out that the race is going to start earlier. If you ever started a race earlier, half of those people are going to complain that it started earlier because they didn't know. SMI has a ticket policy in place for this exact reason. By the if way. You, yeah, if you go to the race and you get in the gate and, and they rain it out and you can't get back the next day, you get to exchange your ticket for another event. By the way, interesting development that I did not know about. Bob Pockris himself barbecued this guy. <laughs> Really? I didn't you, see that. You should see how many people are telling this guy he's an idiot and they're all industry insiders. <laughs> I want to hear what Bob Parker said. Okay, to say. Bob is a lot more nice than we are. Uh, with the He says, in response to the first tweet that this guy said about wanting his, his uh, what's it called, refund for a race he probably didn't go to. Um, he Bob says, with the Speedway Motorsports rain guarantee... Anyone who doesn't come today, even if they came yesterday, can exchange for a ticket of equal or lower price for any other Speedway Motorsports or SMI race within the next year. If you were there, you probably... If you were there and you had a ticket, if you flip it over to the back, it probably has the rain policy and waiver system on the back of it. Oh, absolutely, but this guy was on his couch. Correct. He wasn't actually there. He was just causing trouble because he's an internet troll idiot. Couch racer. Correct. He would get, he'd get a good t-shirt. I, I can't wait to hear what the DBC guys say about him because you know they're going to say something. Oh, I hope they found him. Somebody had to clue him in on it. Oh, God. If Bob Parker's is quoting him. Oh, yeah, he then, got his ass. He retweeted. He, he yeah. quote tweeted him. Yeah, then then we're good. We should hear something tomorrow. Yeah, this will be fun. All right. So anyway, um, sorry this isn't your Saturday night short track. 
this is a multi-billion dollar industry. There's way more to it than that, you moron. Shut up. No, the Seth. Saturday Suck it night up. short track will get you in there, wait until practice is over, and then rain it out. Right. <laughs> then take your money. Right. Oh, no, wait until the heats are over. That's what it is. Yeah, they got to wait. Then at I least forget, we, can... we don't have heats down here all the time, so. Yeah, you guys have something like that. Eh, whatever, that's not pertinent. But Group um, Yeah, so, yeah, that's ridiculous. Come on, Darfs. Do better. <laughs> oh, I can't. We're going to have a litany of more Darf comments now between the, the Ross. We'll talk about it later, but Ross Chastain and Ugh. Martin Kleenex Jr. Fartin Truex. <laughs> it gets funny every time. <laughs> I will not call him Martin. He is Fartin. Okay. Who X? By the way, um, his teammate, Denny Hamlin was ordered to undergo sensitivity training. Uh-oh, retard alert. Uh-oh. Retard alert class. Jesse's going to sensitivity training right now. <laughs> I'm going to sensitivity training in the fridge. Oh. And grabbing another full, cold, frosty beverage. Cold, frosty sensitivity device. Yes. <sighs> that? Okay, so the I got The fact that he posted that didn't surprise me. It was completely innocuous to me. Completely. Denny Hamlin just he's been fire on on Twitter lately. He's been great to follow. You know how many so normal like, ass I saw that. I did yeah, I didn't even think about it. You know how many normal ass people post that freaking meme with someone else's name or no name or just post the video of a, and have it accompanying a story? Look, look Tons of I people. Get it. I get it. Some people might actually be offended by it. No. <laughs> They're not. No, they're not. They're not. <laughs> now he posted. Literally, nobody was offended. <laughs> now, no, I'm good. I got more for me. Yeah, there you go. Um, no, he he posted a meme, okay, and it was a GIF, and it is GIF. It's not GIF. Is Shut it an up. animated GIF or animated? It um depends. You know, animated is still. No, I have no idea. Okay, it's still image. No, it was a video. Okay. Video so an animated GIF. GIF. Animated GIF of the cutscene from Family Guy that involved an Asian woman driving across eight lanes of traffic without using a blinker. Now, anyone our age knows exactly the clip that they're talking about because it is it is a well popular or famous cutscene from that show, but it was also a widely distributed meme. Not to be racist or anything, but Asian people. <laughs> <laughs> That sound never gets old because the laugh is horrific. I like to think that might be the sound that the speedball goose makes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So uh, I, 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 my question is, do we honestly take NASCAR seriously <laughs> anymore? I'm so goddamn sick of this kind of reaction from everyone. It is an absolute overreaction. Someone made an assumption that it was racially charged because Kyle Larson's what half half Asian. I'll just say Asian because I don't know exactly where his family's yeah, from. I'm not. Sure. Don't you find what? the irony in that at all? A little. I bit. do find a little bit, but let's be fair. I do. Absolutely find it. not the intent. We no. all know that because 
<laughs> What's the best meme to describe somebody who just swerves across well, a bunch of well, racetrack? You have to, it's that one. There's also another Family Guy reference you could post, and it's the color scale, where Kyle Larson <laughs> is too white to say racial slurs yeah. about that, but not white enough where he's going to be a victim if somebody mentions <laughs> anything about ethnicity related to him. Oh, the cop holds the color go, scale up. You have and he to pulls go down the over. scale. And he's somewhere in the yeah. middle. You know? so. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Good Lord. <laughs> anyway. And we're canceled. That gives a shit. It's still fun. Watch your profile. Literally. Literally, someone made an assumption that it was racially charged, which it wasn't. And made it out to be worse than it was. What for... about sexist? They didn't have because it was a woman too. Wasn't no, because it? it was Asian. That's the only thing they cared oh. about. That's so the... Asians are higher in the ladder of oppression. I'm oh. trying to figure this out, Lefty. Okay, I'm trying to figure this out, Left people. I want consistency. Okay, so Asians are higher than women on the on the chart of uh, ladder of oppression. I guess they, because maybe? they mentioned the Asian thing, not the women thing. Maybe Denny so. was actually just saying he drives like a woman. Yeah, you see, you could you could bend it all the all no, those no, ways. No, you're doing exactly what they're doing. I'm trying to find consistency. I want a ladder. Stop I it. I want something posted. Yeah, you gotta have full intent. Or you I gotta need post ladder is broken. Yeah, I just like I, I the need... short track ladder is broken. Yeah. I mean, as literally. a racist, sexist white male, <laughs> I need to know these things so that I can have consistency. I need a plan. So anyway, this was obviously made out to be worse than it was for no obvious. Say that out of out of. Don't isolate that. It is out of sheer sarcasm, you <laughs> idiots. It was only made for the only purpose these people have. The obvious reason is that the only purpose these people have in life is to create this kind of trouble where it doesn't exist because they think they're doing something just or righteous, like for humanity as a whole. And social justice warriors. Literally, if they don't have a battle to fight, then they lose their entire identity. Like that's all this is. Like people can't just look out for themselves and like worry about themselves. They make it their life's work to become enraged on behalf of other people. Do not ever assume somebody is angry about something just because you are. I, re- I watch a lot of TikTok, and there's wicked racist stuff on there, and it's all from yeah, black is. people about black people, and it's hilarious, and everybody gets involved. It's just everybody making light of it by joking about it, and nobody's offended except for the people who want to be. It's if refreshing. you can't laugh at yourself in life, then... It's, it's literally refreshing because it's f- actually funny, you know? Yeah. Boy, hey, I'll just I'll just say that stereotypes exist for a reason. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs> yeah, we went down the wrong path here already. We're not even talking about racing anymore. Yeah, great. So, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> did he actually? Oh God, did he actually undergo the sensitivity training, or did they just say he did just to make it look good? Oh, I don't know if he did yet or not. They said it had to be by this period. They said they had to be by this week, the end of this week. And it's like, he's not going to do that. He was in the race car today. I don't think he wanted to be. (laughs) I can't understand you. Go back to your country, white power. (laughs) (laughs) He he was the latest Cody Ware victim. 
He was too. Well, Cody, it looked Jesus. like he popped a tire. Christ. To be honest, it looked like I he know, lost a tire but... coming out of four, and I think this thing just snapped. All righty, I'm turning the Bruins game off. <laughs> it's oh. only the s- second. Damn, that's not good. I ain't oh, yeah. that it ain't that <laughs> yeah, bad. It's only know. oh, oh wait now it's only two nothing. So oh, I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, okay, we're yeah, a little two bit goals behind. in thirty seconds. See you uh, later. Whoopsies. That's okay. Try again tomorrow. It's the yeah, worst. That's all right. Game one always sucks. It's the worst lead in hockey, so don't worry about it. They fell into the Bruins trap. Yeah. <laughs> Make them think it's the worst lead in hockey, but still lose. <sighs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah. We might as well go into actual racing, I think, because I think we got plenty to discuss otherwise, right? <laughs> They're like, no. Genitals. Sorry, I was mesmerized by that goal. Gender. <laughs> Stop it, Jess. Now you're oh, becoming Michael them. Jordan. Stop it. Get some help. Yeah, we should. Pretty He's bad. Not helping us. Pretty bad. Anyway, yeah, we're all watching the hockey game because this is literally the first time I've actually gotten to watch a Bruins game all year because Nesson is on nothing but cable, I think, and nobody has cable. They're not even on satellite. I don't have the, I don't have Nesson. They're not on they Dish. They're my... not on YouTube TV. I think they're on Fubo, which is one weird streaming service. But that streaming service was so bad, I ditched it because I'm like, this shit sucks. <laughs> guess what? I'm watching it for free on the internet because I am a pirate. Correct. Yar. Screw you, people. Piss off. Not you. Still got I'm ads. just using someone else's login credentials. That's fair. Also good idea. Anywho, so racing related we stuff. We might as well mention this because uh, it was local. Seekonk did start their season up. I was thinking about going, but my family was sick, and I'm like, eh, I'm just going to hang around at home. I'm not going to go have fun while everybody else is miserable. I'll just go in the garage. <laughs> Leave everybody inside. No, that was all right. So, see, they got the show in so fast. I'm like, holy crap, they're already done. It was like 4 o'clock. Oh, damn. I'm like, what the hell? That was fast. But I heard I- uh, the pro stock race was expensive. I-, I heard it was very messy off of two. Uh, I forgot who exactly was involved, but we can go into the results and talk about it. Uh, let's see. I heard the trucks was also kind of interesting. Seekonk trucks, which is different than whatever else we got around here, uh, which actually they're kind of neat for, anyway. For now, because I think they allow metric chassis too now. I'll have to look that up. Okay, so for now. <laughs> Crap. Uh, they look weird. Yeah, but anyway. Seekonk Trucks, Mike Cavallaro, which is not a real surprise seeing him in victory lane. He has that, uh, what is it, the Gravedigger scheme now? And oh, I'm like, I'm like, it's been done. Kenny Cassidy did that years ago. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe that's why he wins. That's Well, they both do, so what's the point? It's, it's the flames. Yeah, right. Anyway, um, so that w- I don't have like any stories except for like the Seekonk race or the Seekonk uh, Pro Stocks race. I'm sorry, because uh, Seekonk is under the NASCAR banner, which means they own all their media, which means they can't stream. So enjoy. <laughs> well, they could be on Flow. They could be. You'd think, but mm. it would be really, really nice to see Seekonk get on Flow. Actually, to be honest, with you know. You. I don't even know if there's... Are there any actual NASCAR tracks signed up on Flow? Because I don't look... Langley is? Yeah. I didn't even know if they yeah. were anymore. Yeah, definitely Langley. Oh. Uh, uh, The Madhouse. 
Oh, Alaska Raceway Park is a NASCAR track, right? Yep. So that's yeah, this, right there. there's a bunch. Because okay, so that's not streaming on Flow now. I guess that's not an excuse anymore. Yeah, no, Madhouse is on there. All right, so Long that. Gray. Yep. All right, so that's gone. So uh, I do want to get there this year, though. Every year, it's like one of those things. I'm like, I just I want to go out to Seekonk or I want to go out to uh, Lebanon Valley or something, and I never do. And I'm like, why haven't I gone? I did I go love to, that place so. I much. did go to Seekonk last year, though. I think I I think it rained when I was there. <laughs> Because you work I, on Saturdays like a wage slave, like I do, and you oh, yeah, but I, sold I'd to have the to company. drive. I'd have to drive literally straight like up ninety five from Central Connecticut coastline to past Rhode Island. That's all. Um, but it doesn't mean I wouldn't go. You know how I, am I going to get the Seekonk or Waterford or any other place that runs on Saturday? Quit, get fired, or get hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, because you work Saturdays for the foreseeable future. Uh, so anyway, that brought us to the Sportsman race, and uh, Craig Pianca won that race. It's a name I haven't heard in a while. I know he's still floating around. Um, late models, Richie Murray continued his uh, family's tradition. He's now in victory lane for the, I believe it was the first time, right? Was that Richie Murray's first win? I'd have to look that up, but I might be mistaken. Might have been. Uh, and then we had the Pro Stock race, and I heard that there was a three-wide battle for the lead with... Uh, Ah, oh, Dave Darling and uh, two other guys. Damn it, I missed it. Um, but yeah, th- I guess they got a little bit tight, hard racing off of what was it two, and uh, or no, it was a f- I can't remember. Damn it, I wish I'd written this down. But I'm trying to go off of my head, and it's really not working. But I guess they all got together, and it was uh, not good. But it was good for Mike Brightman because he ended up winning that race. I saw Mark Jennison was in a pro stock, and I think he finished like second. That was a pretty nice. damn good run for him. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me see. I think uh, I, I did go through because I like to keep track of Seekonk is one of those tracks that compared to the Connecticut tracks, the Connecticut tracks are mostly similar in their car type that they race. I mean, there's a few little changes here and there, but for the most part, they're very similar. Then you go up north to like New Hampshire. A lot of stuff up there is the same. Vermont, a lot of stuff is similar to New Hampshire. Maine, again, they're all relatively similar, but Seekonk is one then of those. you have Vendetti Island. Yeah, it's kind of an outlier. It's it's unique. You know, they don't have a four-cylinder division. They run their legends a different night. Um, they've got, they don't have modifieds as their feature division. They have fender cars as their feature division. And every, every division that runs weekly, they have a four-division show, are fender cars. Their trucks are different. They're like S10 Ranger, Toyota, whatever, small truck chassis. Uh, their sportsmen's have always been different. And uh, we're actually around Connecticut are starting to kind of move Come closer, closer to those. Closer yeah. to them, yeah. Um, they're late. Ahead of the curve. The late models is the only thing that they really share with a lot. It's uh, the ACT cars, which they were one of the first people around here to do that. And again, feature divisions, pro stocks, which. It's a little bit different than, but not far away from, like a Granite State Pro Stock. I believe that they're perimeter cars. I just don't know exactly what the rules are to compare them up to what like a pass car or a Granite State car would be. But I, I know it's largely similar to a Granite State car more than a pass car. I believe a couple of years ago they took bump stops away from them there too. Yeah, they've they've their tech is uh, pretty intense. I know that. Um, and I like it. 
I don't mind it's in, a tough it's deck. It's in the name of affordability for sure. Oh yeah, they do a lot of they do a lot of stuff with their rule book to try to make it affordable and to try to keep it competitive. And if yeah, you they go, always have good counts. If you go to a racetrack that has a separate car garage and a lift bay, you know tech is pretty <laughs> pretty invasive. Yeah, something, something They're gonna roll the gonna... doors shut one night and you're gonna be there all night. So <laughs> I like it. You know, I don't mind that. Um, so it's nice to see Seekonk back again. I know they live in or the, the the last remaining ones in Massachusetts, and I hope they keep it going forever. But I am definitely going to make a trip to Seekonk some Saturday and make sure I get in there to race or to to watch racing. And um, didn't they just put new lights up too? They put new LEDs up stuff or stuff, didn't they? Maybe a little while. Oh, ago. did they? I thought they did. I know somebody said something about a new scoreboard. I'm not sure. I'd have to go look into all that, and they're going to yell at me now because I got a lot of stuff wrong. So I wonder how far <laughs> off your car would be at this point from running there. I don't think it's that far off. Uh, it's I don't have a three link though, and I think they allow three links. I'd have to look that up again. Um, I think they also run six hundred uh, four barrels instead of uh, the six fifty. I'd have to look that up too, um, but I don't think my car is too far off a of race in there, given the parts that I have in it. Um, it would be worth looking into, but I don't have, <laughs> I don't have the money for tires or a new gear. So I don't think I would be, uh, anyway, I know Jesse, have you, you've turned laps around Seekonk, haven't you? Yes, I have. Oh yeah. You did it in that car. That was a old speedball car. Yeah. Moose and I were shaking down this guy's car. It was a G chassis car and he just bought it off of Moose and he was trying to turn laps at Seekonk and whatnot. And they were trying to get. Get it up to speed and whatnot, and basically it's just uh, a circle. You, you you run a circle the whole way around. There is no real straightaway, as yeah, you can tell. Very small track. It's a very fun track, and you're always on the wheel. And when you have a loose race car, you're turning right the whole way around the track, not left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be expected. Sounds fun. <laughs> that was true. Moose and I did that. <laughs> Moose took it out for the feature and everything, so. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's a fun track to drive. Really is, really is. Yeah, it's on my list. I just don't. I did. It's so hard for me to race right now. And uh, I mean, if I had the damn money, you know, I would totally be full time racing right now. It's even if I don't have the uh, the extensive amounts of help, I probably would be. And I mean, I'm looking at like I'm just gonna go off on a tangent here, just because I want to. I was going looking at the rules and stuff because um, I see I see rules that really kind of pinch. I, I'm a penny pincher, obviously. I have to be in order to race. And I look at rules like I would love to race at Stafford of all places. Obviously, I th- I think that's the same for a lot of people, you know. But I look at their sportsman or street stock rules, I should say, because my car. If I do, if I revert it back, it would be legal there. And um, I look at them and I'm like, man, some of these rules just kind of got me, you know. And I, I hate to put them on blast because they're obviously doing something far better than me in in running that racetrack. So uh, it's just my concerns as somebody who could race but can't, you know. Well, what are they? Um, the first one is there's at least two divisions at that racetrack: the late model or limited late models. And the street stocks that race crate only, right? 602 crates in both of them. And yep. they mandate that you have to run 
the track fuel only. That is 98 octane Sunoco fuel. It's the green stuff. And you can only run that fuel. That's it. That fuel is 11.50 a gallon. And Wrong. these cars run on a 602 <laughs> crate. That number is probably higher now. Yeah, it's probably higher now. Probably was, looking at 12 and a quarter. Probably higher. Who yeah, knows? I was going to say 12.50 or something. <laughs> Who yeah. knows? Because diesel's through the freaking roof. So bringing it to you is going to suck. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, <laughs> they have these guys running crate engines where the octane rating from GM is 92. That's your minimum octane rating. So if you ran 93 octane pump gas, you're fine. You Correct. Know, from the manufacturer, you are fine. There should be no problems. However, these guys are running 98 octane, and essentially you might as well just take your wallet and light it on fire because it's doing nothing for you. All it is is making tech easier, and I know... I know Which is weird because... <sighs> You're really not making tech easier because most of the fuel testing is based off of specific gravity. And I've looked up the specific gravity of pump gas, 93, and 98 octane, and they're relatively the same. They're just dyed a different color. They're dyed just a different color. And, uh, yeah, you're not gaining anything by running pump gas or uh, 98 octane. There's it's this, the same specific gravity. There's this interesting show on Motor Trend, if anybody subscribes, called Engine Masters. And it's these guys who worked in magazines and worked testing engines their whole lives. And they tested octane. And they took an engine that was far more horsepower and far more necessary to put higher octane in than a crate engine. And there was like zero measurable difference from 87 octane to 116 octane. There was nothing. It actually started dropping horsepower the higher yeah, up in octane it was octane like a it difference went. of a couple numbers. Yeah, it started dropping by like one or two points every step. And it was really an, an interesting thing. Now, my whole thing with that is, yeah, I understand that the track needs to sell tires at the facility because they get a specific percentage of those sales. Infuel and the fuel at the facility because they get a specific percentage of those sales. I get it. It goes towards running the track. I know. Okay, you don't have to tell me that. What I don't get is that why you need to make these guys running crate engines spend that much money on fuel alone. I mean, they could be spending less than half on their fuel bill. But here's the thing. You can also... Make them buy it at the track at the same time. Thompson has this proven because they have gas pumps inside the racetrack. They have, I think, a 98, a 110, and a 112 pump. And I think they also have a 93, like straight Sunoco 93, at the racetrack. Unlead. I think it's a non-ethanol 93, too. Whatever it is, it's 93 octane. And they have, I think, diesel in case your truck runs out or something. But they have that available at the track. Is it a little more expensive than at the pump? Yeah. But it's less than half of what these guys have to buy from, like, Sunoco for their 98 octane. So that right there, I'd really like to see. Like, why can't – it's just – it's unnecessary, and it kind of irks me. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things where I'm like, God, I could, you know, save money there. And I think that the tires that they run on the street stocks aren't great either. Like the 700s, 
I don't like them. I've run on them. They're good for two races, and then they're junk. Street so. stock should be on a 7-inch wheel and a 7-inch tire. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, the 790 is a much better tire than the 700. Will it slow the cars down a hair? Yep. Will it actually last longer? Yes. Will they still have to buy tires? Yes. So The old Hoosier 800, I raced on the 800 when they had them at Stafford. That was a really fun tire because it was, it was still an 8-inch tire, but it felt like it had about the same amount of grip as an American Racer 705. The 800 is a better tire because it's a harder tire. Anybody want yeah, some? Lasts <laughs> way longer. I got about a dozen of them. Yeah, you want to get rid? Anybody wants some? They can go get some from you Jesse because he can't use them. I don't think anybody else in the country runs them except that. You show. have to go to Illinois, but yeah, I mean Ohio to get to run that tire. And plus, I think they would put on a better show with a 790 because they'd be a little more slick. But again, they'd be going a little slower. So it's like you'd have a, a bunch of guys sliding around on cars that where the tire doesn't wear out nearly as bad. Like I said, no. Two races on a 700, it's junk. So Here's what I am going to say about it, though. I'll play a little bit of devil's advocate. They advertise the street stock division as kind of a beginner's division at Stafford. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're trying to put them on more of a gumball tire because now the power is higher than it used to be to keep the cars more stable. Can we be fair and say that that doesn't really matter? I, <laughs> it just doesn't. I agree. It's still on a 7-inch tire. What's the point? I, I say... That's the thought process, or I, I at least feel like that might be the thought process, and, and I respect that thought process. I get it. But as a racer, I want my motor to overpower the tire. I get it, but yeah, if you have... <laughs> the problem is, <laughs> with a softer tire, they wear <laughs> out faster. I want a go-kart. You know? With a softer, <laughs> I don't want a go-kart. I want to drive the fuck out of the car. There's <laughs> another one for you. Watch your profanity! <laughs> fuck. God damn it. History. How dare you? Oh, you got the Greta Fuck. board back. <laughs> what people can't see is Sid just shaking his head off. Yeah, screen. we're just, yeah, we're awful. And if you choose to fail us, I say we will never forgive you. Wow. <laughs> anyway, please, I, please you know, don't forgive me. I really just think that if you go to a harder tire like a 790, you'd still ha- you'd have maybe a better show. The tires would last longer, not fall off as much, but you still have to buy them. So, like, they will wear out eventually, but, you know. I know tracks need to make money on tire sales and fuel, and again, I just keep going down that road. And tire suppliers. So it's it's, it's a, they're still gonna make the money. It would be it's a two headed monster because you're gonna have the people who think stickers are the best, gonna... and they're still gonna buy them. You know. Speaking of uh, street stocks having too much tire, did you guys see how fast the street stocks were practicing at uh, Waterford this weekend? I saw a sixteen-seven. Yeah, get that's out! Ludicrous. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Well, they're on an eight-inch wheel now, and they have a <laughs> different tire. They got a nine-seventy Hoosier. Just, just turn them into limited late models at this point. Put oh. wedge bodies on them, or, or the same oh, yeah. hideous abominations that stafford has on those cars well i was told for that broke the track record for by a long time by a long shot uh yeah two two tenths at least i think al stone said it maybe three or four years ago it was like a 1691 or something like that anyway um (laughs) i mean i you know i i find it kind of interesting and ironic because 
back 20 years ago, we put this argument out there forever. And every single time the response we got from tech inspectors about locked rears and wider wheels and this and that and headers, we'll go buy a late model. Well, now what? Now we have a late model. Now we have a late model. Now what do we buy? Yeah. We wanted to buy a tour mod. We wanted stuff like headers for simplicity's sake, quote unquote. I didn't because I didn't nothing because they suck ass to work it. on. <laughs> simple I literally it. have to make my own tools in order to work on the spark plugs. Like yeah, you can get Brent's them out. YouTube channel Brent's Garage on YouTube. See, yeah, I think they they cause a problem with the header rule though by pigeonholing you into the uh, show and field one eighty five. Let us run any on the metric cars, any header. Just give us a runner size and collector size. Uh, now you're part of the problem, Phil. <laughs> Just yes, keep asking for more. I can, go, I can go find a set of headers for a hundred bucks used that I don't know what the hell they are, but I know they fit. Mm, rather than fair. go spend two hundred bucks on a brand new set what, that brain? don't fit. You what, Brain? You don't want to cut, you know, the header pipes on the right hand side to make it fit over the upper control arm? No, because I got ways around <laughs> that, and I let other people struggle with that. So have fun, losers. Or, or we could actually get the right side header part number that fits uh, what Jesse was just talking about, because they do make one. I don't need it. Again, I found ways around it. <laughs> I'm fine. I can actually get too much camera out of my car, so I'm good. I, I just. I think that's one thing that I like a little more about the street stock rules down here is they, they say you can run headers, but they literally, they give you a collector size and a runner size. And that's I just, you, you know, I just kind of, I kind of wish that they didn't monkey with the wheel and tire rules because when you start monkeying with that stuff all the time, it seems like almost every year, every two years now we've got different tire and wheel rules for some odd reason. It's like, man, these guys can't buy this type of inventory. You know, I'm subsi- no. I'm subsisting off of stuff I bought last year. I mean, when when you know when supplies have been, the supply crunch has been going on in this country for quite some time now. Why are we asking people to buy more supplies that they don't already have? Exactly, You're, we're already in trouble with that. So, I mean, yeah, they have enough time barely to get anything in, but you know, I don't know. My my uh, my spark plug wires finally came in. From Jegs that I ordered in February, Jegs and they came awful. in a couple days ago. Jegs is so awful. Sorry, there Jegs. ain't a shot in hell I'll ever order anything more from Jegs. The last uh, three times I've ordered from them, it's taken forever. I, I think ordered, I'm done. I ordered yeah. a helmet from them, and I didn't see it for three months. Yeah, no, three They're months. Just terrible. I order from Summit. I have it two next day or in two days. Yeah, this is true. Capital's really good with shipping around here. Capital's wonderful. Left-hander's yeah. great about it. Yeah, left-hander's good. Summit's good. Speedway's decent. Anyway, so yeah, again, I don't, I don't know what they're. We were so close with the rules, and now it's like, nope. Now I gotta buy new wheels if I want to go to Waterford. Now I gotta buy new tires if I want to go to Waterford. It's like, damn it. Oh, the in, the in, the change in the engine roll was enough to count out some of the cars. I was oh, talking, yeah. I was talking to a few guys that had open motors that wanted to, that did want to make a few appearances at the bowl, and they all said that they couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. They weren't doing that because they can't. Just now. Turned it away. Well, they can't. You know? I mean, in fairness, it was something everybody knew about apparently from the rules meeting last year. What if you didn't go to the rules meeting, though? What if you well, were busy that, that day? That's the thing, is it should have, at the end of the year, tech staff should have put out a notice with their intentions. 
Because Fair. if they said it in, in the rules meeting at the beginning of the year, the previous year, then you already knew your attentions were. Like, just pe- make sure everybody's clear on it at the final uh, race. And people have, have I've saw season. the writing on the wall a couple of years ago, but we won't go into that. People have so. lives outside of the rules meetings. They can't go to them yeah. sometimes. I mean, come I'm, on. I'm all for crate motors and street stock divisions and, and limited late model type divisions, which I'm going to call ACT a limited late model because I'm sorry, it's got a crate motor. Yep. You know, I race a limited late model, essentially. It, it's not a late model stock, is it? <laughs> no. You, these two are the they're the stepping stones up to a super late model or a pro stock or a tour mod or something like that to me. The, the lower divisions are fine for crate motors. <laughs> Shut up, Jesse. <laughs> Excellent. I'm I'm gonna get you Russian flag valve covers for your crate motor when you get that. Da, and give me some. Uh, get me Russian uniform, make it all red, and we can get even the Russian hammer and sickle on it. Hammer sickle on numbers oh, in Russian <laughs> alphabet. Da, Ukraine is weak. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you just bust a Seinfeld reference out? I did. Ukraine is is weak. Doesn't seem like it. Careful, they might send you to sensitivity training. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Yeah, we don't have that company policy here. So, anyway, yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see how it goes. And um, we'll see it at this weekend because we're going to be there for uh, the, what's it called? The opener at Waterford? I don't even know. The the Blastoff. Oh, is it Blastoff? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going with the Blastoff? Yeah, I'm pissed off that I can't go to it. I have to go to work in a box truck for dirty-ass box truck for 8 from, you know. 8 a.m. to 8 p.m.? Yeah, well, yeah, 8 a.m. 7 a.m. to 8 p.m.? 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. And now I'm going to have to watch the race on Sid's View like a civilian, and that really ticks me off. (laughs) <laughs> I hate running it like as a Philly. I don't like this position. I'd rather be down there and and doing it and watching it. But might as well bring Sid oh, on because suck. we're gonna have we're gonna have cameras at Sid's view. So for us civilian types now that can't watch it live, can you make the yeah. episodes just a little longer? No, can I make it like a little longer? Thirty minutes for the whole episode together be perfect. You're, you're asking him to do extra eat, work. Are you gonna dinner? You're asking them to do a paywall now, so it's all this extra work. But time is valuable. Uh, no, no paywall. <laughs> it all de- it all depends on the content, my man. If there's enough there, I'll make it as long as possible. So, it's up to you, speedball drivers. That's right. They got to be entertaining. I suppose I'm going to be on main cam this week and uh, probably have who Bonsa up in turn four. Yeah, it looks like uh, we are going to have uh, me, you, Bonsa. Um, Heather McGrath, who's a uh, Stafford Wiz camera op, and uh, Foster's going to be there with his drone. Mm. And I think that's the crew. Kenny's out. Jesse's out. Phil lives in Florida, in, country. in the land of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> kind of free country. Um, yeah, so therefore, Brent, you're going to have to man the micro. You're going to have to have the headphones on, and make sure when Sid goes to the porta potty to turn them off. Yeah. Right. Well, they don't sell beer there, so I don't really go to the bathroom that often. Oh, yeah, well, that's so. right. <laughs> just, you know, if you just kind of... own in. Yeah, if you uh, cleverly disguise them in your backpack, they won't search it. 
We'll put it this way. My birthday is on a Saturday this year, which in normal times when there would be a beer stand, that would have been the first date that I circled as far as putting a schedule together for Sid's view. But uh, not necessarily the case this year. By the way, race fans, life hack. The fences at Waterford are short enough to reach over. So if you have a cooler and a buddy outside, you can just get in the gate, not be searched by anything, and just heave the cooler over the fence when no one's looking. And now that fence is going to be 10 feet <laughs> taller with barbed wire on it. Shit. I gave it away. Great. Hey, the Bruins actually scored. Oh, There's good. Hope. We haven't seen it yet, so thanks for the update. Oh, Bye. there it is. <laughs> Damn internet. You got a game. All right. Yeah, Taylor Hall. Good. All right. Anyway, nobody's going to care about that. So, as long as, I'm, roughed up. <laughs> as, as long as I'm not running uh, in-car cameras, I'll be happy. So. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, right. Well, you know, a lot of the teams now are pretty self-sufficient with their uh, in-cars. You know, the ones that aren't, we try to make it as easy as possible with the one-touch stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, with you and Ken, you and Kenny are really our top two guys with the GoPros. So when, when uh, either of you are back there, like which will be the case this week, uh, we got to rely on the teams to, to do their thing, which, I mean, we did that a lot last year, and it came out all right. We got a lot of good footage, so we'll make it happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I put two in-car cameras on my race car when I'm racing, so... I'm used to putting in cars on. I mean, my last yeah. the last video I shot for myself, I think my own race coverage, youtube.com slash Brent Gleason, by the way, uh, was for the icebreaker. I put two cameras on, and it, it was they were both forward-facing, but they gave different perspectives. And I put a bunch of replays up and stuff, and that was pretty neat. I think people liked it. So. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's enough of myself. But <laughs> anyway... Um, <laughs> Yeah, making a return with Sid's view this weekend for the blast off. I got it right this time. So again, going to be a standard shoot. I'm guessing if people are used to what they're seeing. Um, this is well, too. We have a new right? look. I just finished. I just finished updating all the graphics, and um, so we have the a, a, a new look to the uh, graphics that we really haven't updated them since 2013, and. Uh, so fingers crossed. I remember last time we updated them and we went to HD and that was a big off season. And I was excited to, um, I, you know, I had my fingers crossed that something cool was going to happen opening weekend. And that's when Nicole had the meltdown on Teddy. So maybe, uh, the fact that we updated the graphics, somebody will have a meltdown for us. We'll get a ton of view counts with the new look. That'd be cool. That would be but, nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the new look shorts, man. Everybody's kind of, you know, you just take a look around the landscape and what people are doing. Everybody's kind of up in their game across the board. So I think it was time. And uh, Premier Pros changed some stuff uh, that's made uh, a lot of a lot of cool-looking graphics a lot easier to generate. And um, so if you have, uh, if anyone has checked out the um, preview clip to the Steve Barrett story that we're, that we're releasing the full episode on Wednesday, that's got some cool stuff in it. And um, so we're going to have a new look um, all around, kind of raise the, the level of production in, in both the series. So I'm kind of excited for that. Nice. Yeah, I hope nobody uh, tries to compare what I do with what Sid does because mine's not that great. So <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad, but it's not that great. Uh, the graphics hey man, are... Content's content. In this day and age, uh, most people think I'm nuts for putting the time in I do in the edit booth. A lot of people just... 
if only people would actually yeah if only people would actually watch my stuff that would be great so <laughs> is this a two-day show no no so all in one day how many divisions thank god I, yeah i'm not a fan of two-day shows they're having a pit party that's going to be a little chaotic for a one-day show but yeah if you're not a fan of uh, two-day shows, you would not like life down here. Yeah. Why? They have it, them all the time. Every weekend is basically a two-day show because you have to show up on practice night. Mm. Oops. Mm. I don't know what I'm doing here. Yeah, for me, it's I mean, it's just a it's just long. I, I don't know. It's it's funny. Like I I used to dig them. I I remember like way back in the day, like pre-video days. You know, like when my cousin was racing. Like any time there was more time to be at the track, I was in a hundred percent i don't know if it's because i'm older or what now but um that's just too much time at the track over the course of the weekend you know mm. so i'm glad that they have it just one day you know i don't mind in the finale because it's kind of like you know everybody's last hurrah it's kind of a celebratory uh thing to end the season um, see you again but, in six months right but mm. for the opener um i'm actually monahan was actually the one that that started that when he took over he made it a simple saturday night show to open the season with and i thought that was a cool idea well waterford runs way too many divisions on Mm -hmm. their saturday nights anyway so it's basically like it's like running an opening race anyway a lot of tracks are guilty about that these days way too many divisions you could simplify that down to four and have great counts uh anyway because that's what seekonk does i think but uh a lot of people do that yeah so this weekend is I think the official start or the rebirth or restart, I should say, of racing season because we got Waterford back, we got Seekonk back, we got Stafford back, Thompson's part time, so they're kind of out kind of the of loop now. Out. So <laughs> kind of doing their own thing until they get shut down by the road course again. Yep, they're and, in recovery. Uh, yeah, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I, you know, it's going to be interesting. I can't wait to see who all comes, who all um, returns or doesn't come back. Just, you know, whatever developing storylines I can figure out because I'm interested in that sort of stuff. I think the most interesting one to me is going to be uh, Dougie Fresh in the late model. I can't wait to see what he can do. Yeah. I'd be interested. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in seeing that. I want to see if Ray Christian can keep a part on his race car from braking. Um, I'd like to yeah, see. Yeah, if- I, I stopped <laughs> down both of these past Saturdays. I'm, I don't know if he made it on the track either time. One lap Maybe. each time. Yeah, that's terrible. I want to see if Timmy Jordan makes it back. I heard rumors that he would be back. I have no idea. That'd be wonderful if he is. Again, rumors. I'm expecting to see everybody there that was there last year. And then you have, like, you know, Eric Burns running there now full-time in Mm. SKs. That's pretty cool. Glenn Pressel's not going to be back this year. Not? No. Why not? He works for he works where I work. Oh, yeah. And he has to work Saturdays. He's a mechanic there now. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. That sucks because they just put together a brand new car like last year or two years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, he's but got you know, he steady work and benefits. So that, you know, we might, if he, if make an appearance, allows, maybe. But yeah. Stafford shows or Thompson shows. Yeah. I don't think Stafford, but, um, <clears throat> you know, he only ran the too. past five events last year. He was only racing part time to begin with. So, yeah. Right. So, but, but everybody else, we'll see. I'm also okay. very interested to see if our theory holds. Oh, up. Tony Macrino's in the street stocks. Yeah, I think he. That'll a lot be of fun interesting there. to see. Yeah, that's cool. That's like a brand new or nicely put together BFR car that he's got. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, 
it's a nice piece. I mean, street stocks are always good to get even deeper. So it would be good. I want to see really what deep. he can do. Um, let me think. I'm trying to think of something else here. I wanted to see if the our theory of um, if INEX sanctioning makes much of a difference, which we all tend to agree that it does, and uh, see if that's going to bring up the Legends car and Bandolero car counts. I'm interested to see that as well. I don't know if you'll see it right away, but I think on opening day you'll at least see 12 to 15 cars. It's better than five. Well, I know. Yeah. I mean, I hope it does. They're on the schedule almost every week, Wednesday and Saturday. It's a little much for me, but if they have enough cars, I guess that's a good thing. I mean, if back you're being when... that aggressive with the schedule, I bet you're going to get 30 to 35 cars at some point towards the middle of the season. It'll start really getting crazy. I mean, if you have the points and you're a racetrack that runs weekly, especially up yeah. in the Northeast, I mean, we went to New Hampshire Motor Speedway and they had an INEX sanctioned road course race and the pits were full. I'm like, wow, because nobody does the road course racing stuff around, so, except for New Hampshire. So they all flock to New Hampshire from every neighboring state. I saw a lot of Connecticut cars there. So I'm guessing that if they can get INEX points and national points and actually compete, then yeah, that's the whole point of the Legends cars is having that sanctioning. You know, that's the whole thing. That's that's well, a really heavily weighing item that they want in their uh, competitive notebook. You know what I mean? And so. this too down in southern New England now they can run three nights a week. They can run Waterford on Wednesday, go to Seekonk on Friday, go back to Waterford on Saturday. That's if you're chasing INEX points, there's no better place to be at that at this point, I don't think. If Waterford runs them two nights a week, I'm not sure. I'd have to go I'm sure Mitch will inform me as soon as this episode no, comes out. They're on the schedule almost every Saturday and when I mean mm-hmm. Wednesday every Wednesday event they're on and they're on almost every Saturday event. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they're going to be on quite a bit. And like I said, I really do think that the INX sanctioning is going to pay big dividends because now it's an extra, like Phil said, an extra place to get points. Yep. Don't look at it, Jesse. It's it's not good. (laughs) The um, former whalers that left to go get cigarettes and never came back to support their children are up 3-1. That's what they are. (laughs) I mean, fair. Yeah. Oh, we'll build you a brand new stadium in a heavily hockey market. Oh, no, we're going to leave and spend 20 years struggling for attendance until we actually get good enough to make it to the playoffs. And then all the Who do you think someone like Woody is cheering for right now? Because he's a huge Whalers fan. Well, dad's not coming home. So pick (laughs) a new dad and grow from his manly experiences. He's cheering for the bull while in the (laughs) shed. He's cheering. He's cheering for the bull. He's in the shed cheering the bull. They're not coming home. In the, in the bedroom. <laughs> not coming home. You don't do that. Dad did not get cigarettes. He just left. Adam Gator, come on. You're a Willis fan. They're not coming back. Don't root for them. They're not the home team anymore. Jesus. He ain't cheering for no bull. We get at least with Adam, we know where he stands. He's a Pittsburgh fan. He's always been one. Okay, fine. No, we know after where he the stands. Whalers. Yeah, exactly. He does. It is now. That's why I said always. The kid probably just out the womb when they left. Um, he probably wasn't. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, he was. Yeah, we should get back to racing talk. I think. Well, there's not much racing to talk about. Oh, the I mean, Cup we got series. we got Dover. I mean, Xfinity ran. 
Oh, this was sad. I turned on the ARCA race because all the ARCA, whatever, East-West or national races are on flow. And I have this childhood love of the Bush North series and the ARCA series because when I was a kid, they were awesome, right? Not awesome anymore. No, they're not. No. No, not at all. I just keep clinging to hope that one day they'll be awesome again. And it never happens. Dad's not coming home. Dad's not coming home. He's just not. It's sad that they even made the fans sit there through the whole race. There was fans? Fan? Like the 13 of them? <laughs> I think. There's fans. No, I didn't watch that. I watched Bobby Santos uh, really almost you know, get a warrant out for murder for what he did at Five Flags. Oh, because he assaulted he did, them. He destroyed the field <laughs> in a wing sprint car. Yeah. It was the... Yeah. Oh, it was awesome what he did at uh, South Boston. Was it South Boston? Yeah, it was South Boston. South Boston. Okay. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I can't. Uh, it was. Uh, He's looking it up. Yeah, it was called Musty Racing Sprint Cars. Basically, they put a super modified wing on a sprint car. What was that on? It was on Flow. Oh, Flow carried that. Oh yeah, it was cool. I mean, it's just a cool sight to see, you know. But I watched the AC he killed everybody. Yeah. Dude. I watched Killed the, them all two nights in hell, a row, man. What the hell race was that? I watched the ACT race from um, Thunder Road. That Thunder was good. Road, yeah, that was good. I watched that one. Uh, I, I don't even know who's in ACT anymore. That forty car, whoever the guy is that won, just yarded Brett, the field. Uh, sweet. Yeah, I think so. I don't. I don't pay attention. I forget to the first name. They don't really. They don't get enough attention, really, to, to be honest with you, because I never hear from about them down here. Ever. Oh, it's and it's a great series. It really is. Yeah. It's a fantastic series. Yeah. We because... we get all kinds of updates on Pass North, and we even hear about the Granite State Pro, Pro Stocks down here. But I never ever hear about ACT, and it's kind of disappointing. Well, God, that's what Facebook and Twitter's for. Duh. You follow them, you'll know. It's supposed to be a small world, but it's too. Big I don't know anybody Phil. that races on the Actor anymore. Brian Tag was like my only in for a while. Yeah, he didn't. He, he did it for a little bit. Um. Yeah, I mean that's one of those tours where it's like you, you can race on that tour, and have a really good, you know, like great coverage and and notoriety. Oh, what the hell's the word I'm looking for here? Um, whatever I'm trying to say. But anyway, you, you can get some experience and you can race with guys who are much bigger than you. But you're racing with a car you run weekly at your local track. I mean, yep. yeah, the rules are a little different. I think you got to buy four tires and fuel for the race whenever you race. So it's like four new tires minimum every race or something like that. It might be more than it might be more than that, but yeah, I mean, but again, it's one of those series that you can run a weekly car and take it on tour, and it's like, yep. and it's a good tour. It's really well run. They go to great racetracks, a lot of diverse racetracks. I'd love to see them on a road course. That would be fun. No one would ever go for that. So, hey, they They're put modified so they'd be really good on it. Hey, they put modifieds at freaking Lime Rock, okay? <laughs> and Watkins Glen. Yeah, they did Watkins Glen, didn't but they? But they ran them backwards. Yep. They didn't at Watkins Glen though. Not at Watkins Glen. No, because they can't. I don't think they can. <clears throat> but anyway, no, we're way off topic. Anyway. Before we do move on to Dover stuff, though, did you uh, see Matt Hirschman won another race? Yes, I did, but I forgot where. <laughs> I think he won. It, well, he won the tri track race at Monadnock. I believe it was Friday night or Saturday night. I think it was Friday two, night because I watched the Saturday night one. 
Yeah, they had a two day show. I yeah. saw. Yeah, I, okay. yeah, he won on Friday night. I think I saw that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it, that was a that was a cool show because I love the announcer, the local announcer there, because he sounds like my cousin from Boston. He's like getting getting the. Getting the uh, Boston Gary Patnold is your leader with one lap to go. And he's got the car all down all down low on the bottom where it belongs. And coming out of turn four, Gary Patnold, he wins the friggin' race. Sweet. <laughs> it was friggin' sweet. Beers. Sam Adams is on the house in his shop. Beers are on me. It, it, that I guy's think, awesome. But anyway, I, I digress. I think someone <laughs> said that Matt Hirschman in the past like six days, if he had won both races he ran this weekend, was going to win like $50,000 total, plus I- including Stafford. Like, Damn. Yeah. That's, that's a almost lot my of, whole salary. <laughs> that's a lot of money. <laughs> Damn, that's a lot of that's to a lot win of in paper- a race car. Damn, that's a lot of paperwork on his ten uh, his ten forties. <laughs> yeah, dude is that's unbelievable, sick. and that's sick. Just got a stable of good stuff that he just kills everyone with. Well, my favorite thing is he's out there kicking everybody's ass with like a '96 Troyer. No, nah, it's an 08 <laughs> style. Is it an 08? It's an 08 style, Troyer. I don't know how old it is, but that's the style, I guess. That's I th- what I was I told. Thought, I thought Freddie Kraft or someone said the Stafford win was with a 96 Troyer. Maybe I'm mistaken, but it, that's... Either way, 96 or 08, you're out there beating these museum piece furies and stuff. Like, well, he could be a 96 awesome. center section with updated yeah. clips. Well, they're Probably. Matt Hirschman updates. Yeah, so they're, they're really good They're updates. pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Let's be fair but still, here. like... Yeah, exactly. It just shows you don't have to have the newest, greatest thing on earth. No. No. Smarts and some willpower. Correct. Go a long way. I think Ryan Priest posted a picture, too, of uh, him and Hirschman side by side at Stafford at some point this week. And you could see the difference. Hirschman running a conventional setup and and, uh, Priest down on either Bombster just traveling the car all the way. Yeah, the, it was an interesting picture because you could see the different theory behind it. It's if yeah. you look real close, you can see it. And I really liked the uh, body setup on the three car compared to the sixty car, which I thought was pretty interesting. If you looked at it, sixty car on, looked really high. If you looked at the body straight on, though, there was a lot of different games being played between the two cars, which I really liked. Oh yeah, I liked it. It was cool. It's a really neat, different uh, ideas, like set of ideas. It's I like that. So. We should go into the national stuff because Ryan did run. He ran the cup race this weekend. He did pretty good. We'll get into that. He did pretty good considering what he dealt with. Right. We'll get into it, obviously. But we should go into the Xfinity Series race at uh, Dover. And uh, Josh Berry won that. Uh, He won. It was his third uh, career win in the Xfinity Series. I did not expect him to win this race, but... (laughs) <laughs> the guy can win in anywhere, so it's like... Man. He beat his teammates, you know? Jimmy I mean, Motorsports had four cars in the top five. Yeah, Junior just... That's crazy. That that team just that was really showed good. out, you yeah. know? They're always really good there, though. I mean, they have a history of running really strong and winning races at Dover, so... Yeah, I mean, Justin Allgaier ran that DBC paint scheme or wrap or whatever and finished second, and I'm like, <laughs> that's going to stick really in their I'm really glad craw. they put Freddie and Brett so on either side to keep the car balanced, at least. Yeah. it's. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I think that's going to stick in their cross so bad. But anyway, um, I did see something a little bit earlier. I think the only outlier in the top five, except for junior motorsports cars, was Ty Gibbs in third. And I usually give Ty Gibbs a bunch of shit on this show. 
But um, I saw him get pushed around a lot by Noah Gregson. And to be honest, he didn't act like an idiot. He just kind of no, held. Think... He just kind of held his lane, and he. It almost was like, and I don't want to say it too early. It's almost like he showed a little bit of growth. You know what I mean? I don't trust growth that happens immediately. Oh, it won't. Well, it won't. I'm so just th- saying it might be a little bit better. You know what I mean? This was the one step forward. Let's just wait for the two steps back because right. they will what come. Do I do, Lord, destroy the child. Wait, where is he? Corrupt them all. This is their <laughs> different child. Oh, you mean that one? The toe-headed prick. Oh, that kid. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I was looking around for mine like, what? Where is he? I didn't see him. But yeah, it was... kid looks like Megamind. What, mine? Oh, no, no him. him. I'm just... I'm very confused on what kid we're talking about. <laughs> the one that's on top. No, of. he's got such a gigantic head. His hair is running away from his face. Yeah, that's what it's trying to do. It does have to contain an ego, sir. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, wait wait until that ego disappears when he's about mm, 23 or 24 and, and half of that hair is gone. He's battling a cocaine addiction and heroin addiction because of all the pressure. It's going to be He's going to be a crime in sports episode at some it's, point, I guarantee It's happening. It. It's got to happen. It, yeah. I want to see John West Townley on there, except he's, well, let's not go there. Uh, anyway... <laughs> He's not under that much pressure. He's just a crackhead. No, he's dead. Um. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> oh, I don't yes. think Jesse knows he's dead. Oh. Did you not know that? He took an axe and tried to kill his uh, estranged wife and her new boyfriend. Oh, yeah. And her, her boyfriend shot him. Oh, yeah. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. I thought you were talking about uh, Austin and Wayne self. No, That's he's right. still out there wrecking everything That's he can right. get his hands John on. John West Townley, different oh. guy. Totally different John person. Weekly. So you remember the yeah. three names, and I think you're a serial killer. Well, guess yeah, what? He yeah. showed up on someone's doorstep with an axe. Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows about that. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, you should submit that. That happened, by you the way. You Should submit that to yeah. Crime I don't know sports. if he has the real history to be on the show, but he could be a great extra. Anyway, <laughs> let's get off of that topic. That's not great. Is Anywho, it? the Dover race was a nice race. <laughs> Going away now. I yeah, there's so, two grooves. We mentioned before in the Darf comment of the week that the Dover Cup race got rained out about 70 laps in. And uh, what are you going to do? You know, I mean, there's so many racetracks around here that they're like, well, if we don't run, if we don't try to get this thing in, we're going to lose money. Cup Series is like, we have this gigantic TV contract that we have to adhere to. We're going to run the damn race. Well, look what happened in New Hampshire with us. Yeah. Okay, giant New Hampshire, 100% chance of rain, rain on a beeline heading right for us rain directly. literally rain was pinging, directly it was pinging off the radar directly above us yeah but it wasn't touching the it ground. didn't it, it didn't hit the ground until so five how the hell o'clock. do you know that's not fair no that's not fair to the racetrack the owners the promoters and everything else like that have a hundred percent chance of rain and not rain and rain every single place around you other than the racetrack right so you always have to keep those situations in mind yeah you never know if it's actually going to hit. That's why they you can't do it. Actually, predict the unpredictable. So anyway, they got moved to Monday, which I have Sunday Monday off. So I'm like, great, I can watch racing on my other day off. Yeah, me too. It was great. Yeah. We were eating cheeseburgers and <laughs> watching racing. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have it off, but I still sat on the couch and watched it. Yeah, I, I like I said, I wish your place was hiring. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this was actually. 
a little bit better race than people were kind of predicting. They were kind of predicting that if you were in dirty air, that you wouldn't be able to pass very well. <laughs> to the Joey hey, Logano can, drinking can, game. Can I, I point one other thing out? Yes. They didn't put down resin. No, they, they didn't. didn't. Put down PJ one, and the racing was fucking fantastic. Yeah, it was a f- dude. Two, that's the uh, elephant in the yeah, room, isn't it? There's another one. Fuck, 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 fuck. There's another five. Stop it. <laughs> People actually listen to this. Damn it. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's you're making Sid listen to the show. Sid's <laughs> antagonizing good. me, so <laughs> he yeah he doesn't want to have to listen. To Sid has to More listen to this whole show. It's going to be torture. It is torture already. Uh-huh. I mean, it's torture for the listeners. It's torture for us. It's torture for him. <laughs> It's terrible. Stop it's that. Enough torture. That was all correct statements by Jesse. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we so, we did yeah. notice that a bunch of cars did have tire problems, though. But we, yeah. as realists, would like to attribute that to the team because Goodyear always tells them the maximum amount of camber they should run, and, and they always pressure. go and air pressure, and they always screw with it, and they always have tire problems. They have a minimum and maximum. Right. With air pressure. Yeah. And it's well, not good. Well, Dover's also fault. not a track that I'd be taking a big chance on because it's probably got the highest loads of any track they go to. It could very well be, yes. Yeah. That's a, that is a really tough track. There's elevation changes going into the corner and then coming out of the corner. You're always going to be loose coming out of the corner. It's concrete. Because it's basically falling off a cliff and then climbing a mountain. Yeah, there's way, there's way too many. It is elevation changes really mess up the car's geometry on the way out. I don't care how square you try to make it. But yeah, there so. was there was a bunch of cars with uh, tire problems. By the way, uh, I am incredibly sick of watching Fox say that Kyle Larson had incredible car control when he spun out off four and didn't really hit anything. It's like, yeah, he was really quick on locking the damn brake pedal down so it didn't slide so far. It's like, come on. But it's it not, was, doesn't take car control to hit the brake. It was a good he call. Did, he did do a good job a couple of times, though, of throttling the car up to keep it from backing into the wall. It, Still, it was. If you watch, doesn't if you matter. Watch, he was backwards. He, he does burp the throttle. I know, but he <clears throat> burps the throttle a couple of times, and that definitely saved the back. It's not an automatic. It. I, I got to give him a call to, to <laughs> cue up the replay of Jimmy Johnson doing that spin through Dover. That, that was, was some a good driving. callback, yeah. That was driving. That was some driving. Oh, yeah. Kyle Larson just locked it down. <laughs> so, um, by the way, it's not an automatic. You need three feet if you're going to hold the brake pedal and burp the throttle to get it to move. Not necessarily. So, <laughs> heel, heel toe, I don't understand. Uh, anyway, heel so... Um, <laughs> it's a road course car as well as a, as a speedway car. And I don't car. care. It doesn't take great driving to freaking lock it down. If it t- if there was such great driving, you wouldn't have spun out in the freaking first place. Whoa. Anyway. Shots fired. <laughs> uh, Ross Chastain was in contention all day, and uh, later ri- uh, late race yellow put everyone in a, a much different pit strategy. Kind of hung some guys out, like Kyle Busch and uh, Martin Farton Truex Jr. Crybaby Truex fought <laughs> fought in Truex. By the way, Farton, every single time. By the way, late race, last lap. Uh, Chastain's in second. He made his way up to second. Truex is battling him for second. He's in third. They're coming on through, what, one and two on the last lap. Mm-hmm. Truex just kind of fades to Ross's outside. He's not next to him at all. Looking high. Just looking high. at the bumper. Looking high. Ross is clear. Yeah. Ross was thinking about leaving him a lane, but he didn't have the run, so he closed it. And Truex essentially lifts to not run into him. 
and wrecks himself, and then he's all pissed, and he's talking to uh, Ross after the race in a very animated fashion. Apparently, Ross needs to look behind him and race the guy behind him instead of racing what's out his windshield. Idiot. Here's my opinion on it. <laughs> the spotter didn't even tell Ross that he was coming, and that's what I would expect my spotter to do. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't there, though. Right, but... <laughs> you know... Don't tell me that he's got to run nothing. Let me run my line off, and, and if you're behind me, you figure out what you're going to do. I know. They're they're more interested in keeping him safe on the last lap and not screwing it, it, things up, and it just kind of cluster screwed. And Yeah, it, it looked to me like Ross just ran a regular exit line. If you watch the, the tire grooves from you know how it's been laid down on the track as he's coming off the corner, he literally follows the line dead perfect all the way out to the wall until he gets into... Uh, Martin or Martin drives into his back bumper a little bit there, and then he tried to leave him a little bit of room, but Martin already stepped on his dick and spun himself. I mean, why didn't he just punt him? <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. So I think Ross apparently didn't get the notice that uh, you in the last couple your... of laps you got to move over for Martin. Yeah, you got to move over because Martin doesn't like it if people race him. Uh, so anyway, that makes Farton Truex another contender for the Making Laps podcast. Whiner of the Year Award, because seriously, the guy whines about everything. If somebody races him hard, he whines about it. If somebody doesn't, you know, give his position away to him, he whines about it. So he's a great uh, contender for the Whiner of the Year. He made a move. Uh, he made like zero defined move on Ross Chastain and crashed himself on the last lap, and then tries to tell Ross Chastain that he's the dummy. It's like, no, you're an idiot, guy. Shut up. I'm surprised Martin you still have a ride. X. <laughs> I'm so tired that it was actually kind of funny. Uh anyway. I can just tell by Ross's ex- I know. <laughs> I, no, I'm sorry, that has to be fake. No, that's a guttural I'm sorry. Primordial cry, bro. No, I'm sorry. That has to be fake. That Look can't be clip. real. I have looked it up. I've seen it many times. It has to be fake because well, it's really terrible acting. Maybe you have asshole burgers. I don't know. <laughs> I think you these no, these people got themselves in that position. Don't tell me that. All right. Um, I can really tell Ross Chastain was not interested in people behind him. So he was just like, "Yep, Martin, you you vent, you go right ahead." Whatever, dude. Ross is an aggressive racer. You come up to his back bumper knowing he's an aggressive racer. What do you expect? Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't. If he's you're... made his career being an aggressive racer. That's how he's gotten there. Racers oh all over. By the way, racers, uh, if someone's behind you, you don't owe them anything. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Unless they're the leader and you're going a lap down, get out of the way. Other than that, you don't owe them anything. Why is this game still on, Jesse? I just turned it off for real. It was already over, but now it's really over. the the only The only uh, satisfaction I'm getting right now is that the Tampa Tampa Bay Lightning are getting their ass kicked too. Jesse's undoing his belt for some reason. I'm very scared. We should end this show very quickly. <laughs> and Jesse is fashioning a noose to hang himself because he's a Boston fan. <laughs> As Jesse dies, you can find this podcast on every major podcast platform. Jesse's now dead. 
You can find us on Instagram at Making Labs Podcast, Facebook.com slash Making Labs Podcast, YouTube, uh, YouTube.com slash Sid's View. <gasps> oh my God. <gasps> He's back. Damn it. I'm still alive. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BrankGleason01. You can find me on YouTube at YouTube.com slash BrankGleason. You can find Phil at. At PJX Racing on fist, Facebook, Twitter, fist, Instagram, and YouTube. Fistbook? What was that? Is this some new site? <laughs> <laughs> and we're off YouTube and again. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Uh, so, <laughs> Fistbook. That's got to be some kind of... We're moving on from that. All right, so... Oh, boy. As I wait for Producer Junior to come back in here to end the program, I will say that, uh, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to getting this season back underway. And it's going to be gone before I realize it, which is even more depressing than usual. All right, boy. No sounds. How do we end this show? How do we end the show? Not the phone game. How do you end the show? Keep the nurse and now sound fence. Thank you for listening. Oh, the Hurricane scored another goal, so now it's 5-1. Terrific. So no, good. God! That's a good clip, no, actually, boy. God, please, no! 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 All right. Thank no! you all for listening, and I apologize to all my fellow Bruins fans.